This is the Personal Profitability Podcast with Eric Rosenberg. There, profiteers, welcome back for episode number 121 of the Personal Profitability Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. As always, I am your host, Eric Rosenberg, and today I am able to fulfill a promise I've been making for about three months. I finally found Sandy Smith. We sat down and recorded four episodes. That's right, she will be here all month with us on the Personal Profitability Podcast. She joined us last in March 2017. So it's been almost two years since she's been on the show. So today for her first episode of four, we're going to sit down and talk about what she's been up to in the time since she's been here. What has what the last almost two years looked like in her business, in her career, in her side hustles? We're going to tie all that together. And then over the next month, we're going to dive into some more specific topics and specific episodes dedicated to different areas of her expertise. And this is stuff that will help us all as both personal finance fans and entrepreneurs, whether you're looking to build a business, get a little more frugal, whatever you're trying to do, we can do what with Sandy's help. She's really a, a class act. She's a pro. She's been doing this for 10 years online. We'll find out she's just about two months shy of her 10-year anniversary of her own online brand. So we're going to dive in and talk to her right now on the Personal Profitability Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, we finally pinned her down to get here on the Personal Profitability Podcast once again. Sandy Smith, are you ready to get profitable? Of course. I've been promising that you'd be here for about two months, so I'm super excited that we finally found a time that worked to get a recording. We were actually just in person together last week at FinCon, and we were both so busy running around, we couldn't find time to sit together to record. <laughs> it's true. It's, you know, the problem is that you're just so popular. I know, it's, it's tough being kind of a big deal at FinCon, you know? I, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, I um, I guess I'll brag about me for just a minute or two before we get to brag about you. I was Why the not? conference DJ, so I was up on stage in front of 2,000 of my best friends playing some dance music. How did you think that went? Did you enjoy that from the audience side? I actually didn't go to most of the parties. (laughs) Feedback that I heard, you were awesome as usual, of course. Well, thank you. You're going to have to go back and watch some videos, I think. The last time you were on this show was March 2017. You were just trying to nail down a future date to quit your job. Um, There were... You had a man in your life, but as far as I know, just one of them living with you. Things have changed a little bit since then. So what has been going on for you since uh, since March 2017? Get us, get us caught back up. So I had this um, thing that's sucking up my entire energy and life. Um, some of us call it a baby. He's taken over my life, Eric. I kind of want to outsource him to somebody else. <laughs> that's what nannies are for, right? At the time, I had a job, and now I'm jobless. In a good way or a bad way? In a good way. You know, some people choose to be jobless. Some people don't choose to be jobless. I had a 50-50 on that, and I'll talk to you guys about that, but I'm happy to be jobless. But I'm dealing with my um, house from hell, as I like to call it right now, which Eric knows all about. Which we're going to talk about in three episodes. 
So everyone stick around. You know, we're, Sandy's here all month at the Personal Profitability Podcast. In our last episode together, we're going to talk about her landlording and house flipping and all of that craziness. So make sure to keep coming back. And how is the – I know you've sold a lot of products. You've um, hooked on to – I think last time we talked – it was right after the elections. You were talking about – selling like Hillary and or Trump mugs, things like that. I knew you were selling some products related to the uh, political election waves. Um, are you yeah. still out there selling products and running that outside of your online business? Not as much as before because baby takes up a lot of time. I didn't realize how much <laughs> prior to having one. Um, but now the product business is basically an autopilot. I don't touch anything. Uh, money shows up in my account. It means that I've scaled back a lot to be able to put things on autopilot. Interesting. And that's actually going to be our next episode. Next week, we're going to focus on your product business. The, the title of that episode will be Five Tips to Build a Profitable Product Business Online. So if you want to get on to, yeah, so if you want to get on to Amazon, if you want to get on to eBay, wherever you want to sell stuff to make money, we're going to pick your brain on that next week. Okay. And I know one other side of your business, the part that I've known the longest, yes, I am cheap, and the amazing community you have there. I'm like such a fan. I'm in your Facebook group there. I love that Facebook group. Your people are, it's an awesome tribe you've put together. So how are things going on that front for uh, yes, I am cheap in your online community? So that that's actually been the, the place where there's been quite a lot of growth. Uh, the Hustle Crew has quite a lot. It's grown to almost 8,000 people as we're speaking right now. It'll be wow. 8,000, if not by the end of the week, the beginning of next week. We add over 100 people a week. And I'm very picky about who I add. I decline people all the time and I kick people out all the time. So that's going quite a lot. And then Yes, I Am Cheap has been kind of refocused. I'm basically going through an entire metamorphosis at one time in my life and scrapping and rebuilding everything. So Yes, I Am Cheap had about 850 articles on it. I've been whittling it down. It's probably going to be focused on about two to 300 articles and focusing just on three areas, how to make money, how to save money and living your best financial life. Um, so I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting rid of all that stuff about me. You don't want to hear about my debt free story. Yes, I do. I want to hear about everything. You're Sandy oh, Smith. Antics? Yeah. Well, if you want my crazy antics, you've got to go to IamSandySmith.com where everything like that will migrate over there. So that site did not exist before and it's still kind of being built. But I've decided to separate church and state. So, you know, yes, I'm cheap. It's its own thing. Sandy Smith's its own crazy craziness. <laughs> and the hustle crew's around and really growing, expanding and taking on a life of its own. So since this won't be one of our future topics, you know, you've built this amazing community at the Hustle Crew. And I'm just picturing you. I was playing when I was doing my DJ thing at FinCon. I was playing for like 2,000 of my closest friends. But if you picture 8,000 people, I mean, that's a small arena. You know, you go to a college basketball game, some teams would be thrilled <laughs> to draw a crowd of 8,000 on any regular basis. So what was it like building that? And what did you learn that has helped you get that big success and start drawing in people and building that amazing engagement? I think the first thing is that people get confused as to what the purpose of the group is. And for me, I was very focused on the purpose and honing in on that 
and making sure that everything uh, circles around the group and its purpose. So it's all about side hustles and helping people find their side hustle and making extra money. I'm not talking about anything else but just that in the group, right? So people tend to go off topic, but I'll, I'll rein them back in. I don't let a bunch of different things run through my group that has nothing to do with the topic because that's not what they're there for. Yeah, I'm very, 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 very focused on topic and trying to give as much as humanly possible and be of service to the community that's kind of started to trust me a lot on that topic. So when you were starting in the beginning, when that group had, you know, let's say the first zero to 500 members, uh-huh. what was it like? What was your acquisition strategy then of trying to get new people to come into the group? How are they finding it? And then now flash forward to today, how are people finding it? And what's changed along the way? I didn't build a group to have it grow. I built a group because I had been broadcasting on Periscope and the Periscope folks wanted to connect with me even more when I wasn't live. Um, and of course, I can't live my life live 24-7. This isn't Big, big Brother. So you could you could be like the Truman Show, but like the Sandy Show. Yes, that was exactly it. They wanted the Truman Show. But I was like, I've got this website, but the website tends to be not that good for fostering two-way conversations, uh, whereas Periscope very much is. You're live, there's live conversation and feedback back and forth. So I said, I'll just make a Facebook group. And you guys can, you know, meet me over there on Facebook. I thought maybe I'd get like 20, 30 people. I think I got like 100 people very, very quickly. And they all kind of came from Periscope. And what happened is that they would invite their friends. A friend would tell a friend about a friend and a friend. And I never had a, a like an acquisition strategy or a growth strategy. Never did. And I still don't. And most of the people who have joined the group have joined because a friend has added them or they've heard about the group from a friend. Uh, and occasionally some people come from another group that I'm a part of where I teach um, a class on side hustles and they take my class. A couple thousand people have actually taken my side hustle class and they come over to the group after taking the class because they hear about the, you know, if they want to learn more about side hustles to come to the group and they come over to the group that way. Yeah. It's still kind of growing very much the same as, as it was in the beginning where it's people who have interacted with me elsewhere and want to connect even more. They come over to the group, they're in the group, they love the group and they have their friends over the vast majority of people come over from being a friend of somebody in the group. It's the weirdest thing. That's really cool. Sharing your side hustle love with your friends. <laughs> I, I think it um, feels the way it does. It's a little bit different than a lot of uh, other groups because people tend to be friends when, in the group. But then the other thing is this. like I had somebody pop into my um, inbox the other day and she was a fr- she added her friend because her friend kept borrowing money from her. <laughs> so she's like, I'm going to add my friend because she keeps borrowing money from me and I need her to make her own money. So I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a good reason for adding your friend. Teach them. It's, it's like teach a man to fish, give a man a fish, right? T- teach them to side hustle. Don't give them $5. Teach them to build a business. <laughs> I said, you're not the bank. You're not the bank. Um, add them. They can learn how to side hustle just like you're doing. That's awesome. So are there any favorite or unique side hustles you've noticed along the way that just caught your eyes? Oh, that, that one's interesting or fun or outside the box. Um, you know, the one I like the most are people that upcycle. So they will find things that other people are putting out that aren't necessarily, you know, bad. And they'll, 
you know, refinish, refurbish them and resell them usually for a really good profit. So I like that because one, they're recycling things. Two, their acquisition cost is usually zero. And three, it's being repurposed. So, you know, you're not filling up the landfill. It doesn't take that much time and people get to use their creativity. And I see a lot more people being willing to do this than ever before. In New York, it's kind of common. People do it anyway. People have like curb alerts. Not so much across the country, but I see it more now and now than before in other places. So I kind of love that one a lot. And I think that's one of the best like hobby to start side hustling things because some people like woodworking and artistic things anyway. And I've I've been inspired. I've thought about doing it. My father-in-law's done a few little projects like that. He made uh, my nephew and my daughter each a little desk chair that sit at their house in their office. They built a kid's desk. And he took these old chairs he'd found, I think, at a flea market or a garage sale or something, sanded them down, refinished them, and painted these super fun patterns on them. So there's, you know, the pink one for my daughter and like the blue and red one for my nephew. And, you know, he just kept it for himself. But I also went uh, here in Ventura where, you know, we do some, I'd say not kooky things, but, you know, we're, we're a little old school in a lot of ways <laughs> we do things. We're not quite as weird as Portland, but we try. And we have an event each year called the Junk Hunt. And they do that over at our county fairgrounds. And I went and they have multiple businesses there that their entire business is upcycling. And it is so yes. neat to see how artistic and fun. It just makes me wish I had five more hours a day so I could troll Craigslist for like free <laughs> dressers and things. So I could go snatch them up and paint them. <laughs> the funny thing is, as we're emptying, I was emptying at the house. One of the things that just came out of the house is an antique stove. And um, there's an antique shop near near my house here. And I just rolled by and showed them a picture like, hey, would you be interested in this? And she's like, sure. How much do you want? And I'm like, uh, I don't I don't negotiation. I never throw out the first number. You throw out a number. Um, so, yeah. And I know that she's just going to like, you know, clean it up and boom, it's going to somebody else. So I love that. One man's junk is another man's treasure. Yes, I love it. So over the next three weeks, we're going to keep coming back with Sandy. As we mentioned, next week, we'll be talking about building an online product business. The week after that, we're going to get into frugality, talk about money-saving tips that you can use to spend less and boost your savings. And then finally, the last one we'll have together is all going to be focused on the landlord and house flipping side of Sandy's business. So I'm so excited to have you here, Sandy. Thank you so much. So for those who want to connect with you right now and they want to know where to go to find all awesome things Sandy Smith online, where should they go? Uh, you can find me as Yes, I Am Cheap on any social media that you're on. And my home base is yesiamcheap.com. However, if you want to get to know me on a personal level, everything is I am Sandy Smith and I am sandysmith.com. Awesome. So we will fi- have all of those listed in the show notes as always at personalprofitability.com. Thank you so much, Sandy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Eric. Mm-hmm. 
Well, there is a wrap on that one, ladies and gentlemen. I always love to go back and catch up with old friends. And as you know, I'm only having people I know really well on the podcast right now because I know they can come and deliver great value for you. You have a lot of different podcasts you can choose from. You have a lot of things you can do with your time. And I really appreciate that you take the time to hang out with me here at the Personal Profitability Podcast. You know, whether you're a new listener or a longtime listener, I really appreciate any ratings and reviews. Hopefully I earn five stars. I know it just takes you, you know, 15 seconds to drop into iTunes and, and click that five stars, maybe even type a couple sentences to let other people know what this show's all about so they can discover it. And it means the world to me. So if you could do that, I'd really appreciate it. But otherwise, I just am happy that you were here hanging out and listening. So thank you all for sticking around till the end. As I mentioned, Sandy will be back three more times for new episodes. We're going to talk about creating new products. Then we're going to get into frugality and savings. And finally, her adventures in being a house flipping landlord. So be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out when those new episodes hit your earbuds. Thanks for sticking around till the end. And until next time, stay profitable. Oh, 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 oh,